Hello everyone, welcome to 10 Minutes Astrology, the most easy way to learn astrology, always. Today with me is Alejo. <laughs> Hi everyone, how are you? You're reporting from the Acropolis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why when every time you say that, I, sound, I feel like I'm back to the Eurovision. Greetings <laughs> 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 from Athens. <laughs> Greetings from Athens, Earthlings. <laughs> yes, Athens. Uh, I'm quite envy because I love art and I love the whole Greek singing. So that's big things for me. Well, you know, at, at this moment, if you see my background, you know, I'm not in London. I'm still in tropical island, Taiwan, not tropical, subtropical island, Taiwan, uh, visiting my family. And then I was soon now back to London. It's a busy month for me. So how about you, Alejo? Uh, is, uh, are you, what are you doing at this moment? So I'm in Athens, always uh, taking clients, consultations, patients, uh, teaching for the faculty. By the way, on the 4th of March, I have a webinar, if anybody's interested, on unexpected planets in the chart, which is Ooh. kind of, it goes, we're, we're looking at all of the aspects. We're going to start <laughs> looking at the aspects. Yeah. So I'm going to do a webinar on what happens when a planet has no aspect at all. Oh, that would be so interesting, especially because that is one of the signature in the chart if you have a yes. unexpected planet. So as you already say, from this week, we're going to introduce aspect one by one. And so we will keep, we'll keep it very uh, uh, sh uh, short, uh, clear, and also very useful. So you know how to apply it. You know how to use aspect. I know for the beginner, some, somehow to uh, uh, explain and uh, interpret the aspect is a challenge. So don't worry, you are, on good you are in a good hand. Both me and Aleha, we are very experienced astrology teacher. And then we also learning through the difficulty challenge. So, you know, we will be helping you uh, to 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 learn the aspect and how to interpret it, and also, uh, most important, if you have any question, please let us know, and then we will, you know, answer it during the uh, podcast. So, Alejo, that's beginning with the, I think, is the, uh, well, I should say, most important and the beginning of aspect. Let's start with conjunction. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, yes. it's the right thing to do. That if I start with something like a sixty quadrate, people were just like, oh, "Yes, exactly." What is that? <laughs> well, okay. Yes. So let's begin with conjunction. So, Aleo, what exactly is a conjunction? Okay, so conjunctions are when two planets. So remember, when we were looking at the charts, every planet is in a different sign and house. Should now, I show the in chart? each sign. Okay, if you're watching this, you can see the chart. If you are oh, yes, listening okay. only, we will just yeah. explain what Rod okay. is sharing. But basically, each sign, remember, goes from 0 to 30 degrees. This is because the zodiac is 360 degrees, because it's a circle. And we divide the circle in 12. So each sign has 30 degrees. So each planet is in a specific degree of the zodiac. So, for instance, if you say I have Mercury in Sagittarius, it's never just in Sagittarius, it's in a degree. For instance, in the chart that uh, Rod is showing, if you are looking at this, if you're not looking, don't worry, I just explain it. We are seeing the chart of Mozart, and he has the moon at 17 degrees of Sagittarius. It's not just in Sagittarius, it's in a specific place of Sagittarius, which is 17 degrees. So every sign goes from zero to 30, I, I should say it's 229.59. Mm -hmm. And 
the planet will be located in a specific degree of the sign. So conjunctions happen when the two planets are on the same degree. So they are exactly on the same spot of the zodiac. So for instance, in the chart of, of Mozart, the moon is at 17 degrees, 47 minutes, and Pluto is at 17 degrees, 46 minutes. So basically they are on the same place in the, they're in the same place of the zodiac, they're in the same degree of Sagittarius. So this is a conjunction. So mm. it's when planets, so basically aspects, are specific distances between planets, right? Mm. And because this is a circle, we measure the distance in degrees, not in meters or kilometers, <laughs> from zero degrees to 180 degrees, which would be all the way across the other side of the circle, right? So when we have a conjunction, the distance is zero degrees. It means that the two planets are on the same spot. Mm. Now, there is something like not an exception, but there is something that we do, which we apply, which is called an orb. Mm -hmm. So the same way that a light creates an orb of light around it, an aspect creates an orb of uh, functionality or of, how would you say it, Rod, help me here? Influence. Uh, influence, yes, an orb of influence around it. So it could be that the two planets are exactly on the same degree or it could be they are eight degrees apart from that uh, position. So let's say we have a planet at, for instance, we have a planet at zero degrees of a sign. Mm -hmm. And if you have another planet all the way up to eight degrees of that sign, we mm -hmm. would still consider it in a conjunction. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's not exact the same degree. It can be mm -hmm. eight degrees up or down. Mm -hmm. And we still consider a conjunction. So basically, you need to imagine there's an orb around mm -hmm. the planet of eight degrees, and there you have a conjunction. Yeah. Uh, so, for instance, in Moses chart, we have the Sun at seven degrees, and Saturn is at one degree. This means that they are six degrees apart. So even though it's not specifically on the same degree, because it's within the eight degree orb we still consider this is a conjunction. We still consider the Sun conjunct Saturn. And the reason we do this, it's going to become clear when we go to transits. But basically, the idea is that every aspect is a process. We are freezing mm. a moment of a process. Mm -hmm. So it's not just an instant. It's mm -hmm. like the whole process of the planets coming together and then separating. So mm -hmm. during the whole process, the conjunction is working, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so we are focused on the beginners, so we tend to keep it simple and easy. But sometimes, sometimes you know, me, especially me, I like to add a lot of information to confuse our beginners. So I will try to hold my my my, my urge to 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 add more things. <laughs> but uh, uh, as Alejo suggests, as Alejo explained, well, the eight degree orb uh, is the what I learned and what Alejo learned from the faculty. I heard about some astrologer that use the different type of orb, but that's okay. Use the orb you like, but uh, we well, we learn as a beginner from the faculty. We learn the conjunction, opposition, and the square. We and the try. We we give eight degree of eight, eight like Alejo said, eight degree up, eight degree down. 
and it worked for me. It worked fine for me, so I will con- I continue to use it. So, uh, you can try. I I heard about some people use ten degree. Well, that's quite a lot, but uh, we don't usually do that. Well, so I you know, have... sorry to yeah, interrupt. Please, In Argentina, yeah. it's quite common to use ten degrees. Okay, that's interesting. That's or the conjunction. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So another question. What does conjunction mean in the chart? So for example, uh, okay, uh, yeah. So this means when two planets are in the same. So imagine. Remember, we were talking about how the planet acts, and we said the planet in the sign mm-hmm. is telling us how the planet is expressed, right? Mm-hmm. When they're in a conjunction, they mean that most probably they are coming from the same sign. So mm-hmm. basically they see the world in the same way, in a similar mm-hmm. way. So this means that they come together into the world. So mm-hmm. the two functions of the planet get merged with each other mm-hmm. and they act together, they act accordingly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for instance, to say something quickly, then we're going to go a little deeper into the example, but yeah, say something quickly, quickly, Mozart has the sun conjunct Mercury. The sun is mm-hmm. who I am. Mercury mm-hmm. is how I think. So this is a person who believes that you are what you think. You mm-hmm. are what you say. This mm-hmm. is this would be Mozart, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is uh, also this is a process of the uh, interpretation of the uh, aspect. I, I believe or not, because it was so so interesting. What, before I prepare this, I went back to my old textbook and came out to check out how to do the you know most easy and the clear way to explain. And I find that which a uh, conjunction is the most important because if you can explain the conjunction, then you can easily to explain all the other aspects. So when two planets, uh, in my mind, maybe, I don't know what Alejo think, most aspects, not only conjunction, all the other are also they working together, but uh, in different way. So, but the conjunction is most important. They working together, they act together. Mm-hmm. So, and they have an impact or influence toward to each other. And this is the, the key of the conjunction. Also, some I, I don't want to add it too much, but this is very important. But usually, we kind of easily identify with the conjunction. Mm. Yeah. So let's use another example to help our audience to you know to understand. Apart from the sun, because sun is very easy. Let's use okay. the moon and the Pluto. Yes, let's use the Moon-Pluto, since there is yeah. such a tight conjunction. When yeah. the conjunction is very close, we say it's a tight conjunction. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's yeah. very, very tight. They're almost exactly at the same place. Yes, this one. Yes, so we imagine that this is going to play a major role in Mozart's mm-hmm. chart. So yeah. the Moon, we said it's about how we take care, how we nurture ourselves, mm-hmm. how we nurture others, what we need to feel safe, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. we need to feel protected. And Pluto, we said, is kind of this impulse about life and death and mm-hmm. it has to do with this idea of, of what needs to be destroyed what needs to be changed in order mm-hmm. to growth to happen in the end mm-hmm. right yeah uh, so it has to do with power control change transformation mm-hmm. perhaps the idea of death and rebirth yeah Pluto we also related it with things that are hidden things that are invisible mm-hmm. uh, but they want to come up to the light right mm-hmm. so if we merge this together it means that Mozart, from even if it sounds strange, in order mm-hmm. to feel safe, he needs to go down into the darkness. Mm. In order to feel safe, 
he needs, which is a moon word, he mm -hmm. needs to transform and change mm. his environment around him. In order yeah. to feel safe, he needs to achieve a position of power because mm. that's Pluto. Mm -hmm. uh, we might also think that the moon sometimes represents the mother figure. Yeah. The mother figure might have been seen as a dark, powerful person who could bring death or life because it's the idea of mm -hmm. Pluto, right? Death and yep. rebirth. Maybe there is this intensity in mm -hmm. the way that he he approaches uh, the idea of nurturing others, so perhaps mm -hmm. his relationships or the idea of nurturing himself. Maybe he goes through periods, you know, with Pluto, everything goes very intense. So maybe he goes through periods when he's very tough on himself and very demanding. And then through periods when he's more uh, relaxed. So there might be this kind of sensation that he's not enough, you know, maybe he's like mm -hmm. very self-demanding with his emotions and he needs to mm -hmm. go deep into everything that he feels and uh, yeah these are the first ideas and i'm thinking of you know as i'm speaking about this i'm thinking of the opera mm. the queen of the night you know the yeah what, what's magic the opera fruit. yeah magic yeah. fruit yes that's uh, that's exactly what i was thinking when you described the the mother figure with the powerful or darkness and I always remember that, uh, you know, that soprano singing that kind of very powerful, very passionate, threaten her daughter to kill someone else. <laughs> yeah, terrible. And, and you know, uh, once imagine, sorry, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, please. No, no, no. I would imagine his inner world of feelings and emotions to be an intense uh, mm -hmm. place where he might sometimes feel super powerful because he needs to feel powerful in order to feel mm. safe. But because yep. it's Pluto, sometimes quite often he might feel like the worst thing in the world, like he's completely powerless because Pluto yeah. takes us to extremes. Yeah. I, I also like about the, 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 the things you're talking about, that he needs that transformation from the darkness to the light or something. Well, the, the entire of the magic fruit, this opera, is the story of a Freemason's uh, idea about transformation. Mm, and yes. that is so beautiful. As you describe this uh, moon Pluto, I somehow always feel fascinating when we... As a beginner, when I study the chart, usually study some famous people or famous writer or famous, you know, composer or someone else, you either or, 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 or play writer, you can find the character in their little chart. And that's the most, I think that's the most interesting way to learn astrology too. So today we learn how to put the two planets together. Um, somehow that you can say it's a keyword together and to to describe to describe a you know a set of conjunction and the, how it has influenced in in this person how, how yeah how it has influenced in this person's life a possibility what do I say it's not just totally like that but also we learn how to do that because you added one planet keyword and to another one and find the meaning. In a person's life, so mm -hmm. maybe we should do a. We should give a, a little exercise, Alejo. Well, yes. Since we mentioned the Saturn, the Sun-Saturn conjunction mm -hmm. in Moses' yeah. chart, I yeah. would say try to think about how this feels. How does a Sun conjunct mm -hmm. Saturn feels? Remember, the Sun is where the Sun is where I find vitality, where I express mm -hmm. myself, where I create, where what makes me feel special, unique about myself. Mm -hmm. 
And Saturn is this idea of limitations, restriction, difficulties, struggles mm -hmm. in order to mature. So mm -hmm. how does it, these two principles go together? How might yeah. it feel? Yeah, I think it would be very interesting to see how you see this setup as Saturn conjunct the sun, as a, especially both planets are related to authority. And if you read his story or, or, or you watch the movie Amadis, then that is a very interesting part. And you will understand how this set of Saturn conjunct the sun play in his life. Well, I try to keep this short and then, you know, we today we talk about a conjunction. So next week, Alejo, what are we going to bring to everyone? next week? We're going to be talking about oppositions, which is Ooh. the opposite of conjunction. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> Very good explanation. Well, so conjunction is putting together your degree, and in a circle, the opposition will be the 180 degree at that <laughs> opposition. So, well, uh, thanks for watch and listen 10 minutes astrology. I really hope you like this. And please, if you have any feedback, any question please let us know leave it in the comment area and we'll try to reply you or we will discuss that in our next episode well until then stay tuned bye bye bye